Father, this morning we thank you, Lord. We lift you higher above all things. We lift you higher above our thinkings. We lift you higher above all thrones on earth. You said if we lift you high, you would draw all men to you. Lord, we lift you higher, Lord. From the depths of our hearts, we put our troubles, our problems aside, and we say, Father, be thou lifted high. We lift you high above all things, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you all the glory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Welcome to African Sunday. Are you, are you in African Sunday? Then you turn to somebody and tell the person, Welcome to African Sunday. And you want, you want, to, you want to turn to the other person and say, The Lord bless you. And then the last person, tell the person, you are looking beautiful, handsome. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, that is what we do in Africa sometimes. Turn to somebody and tell the person, the Lord bless you. So this is, this is African Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I, I want to thank God for the life of Alan who has given me the opportunity to come to be sharing with you for many years. I am grateful to him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's not everybody that will see you today and see what is in you. Uh, Out of the ministry of Alan, a lot of people have known me all over the UK. Some of them, when I'm about to leave them in their home, some of them, they cry. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because somebody sent me there and they are falling in love with me. So I want to say a big thank you to Alan. God bless you. Let's put our hands together for him. Put your hands together for him. I, I have learned to celebrate people when they are alive. Because when they are not there, you cannot celebrate them. So whilst they are alive, you have to celebrate them. Hallelujah. Celebrate them with all your heart and love them. Praise the name of the Lord. I, I want to share something that has been on my heart for the past two, three weeks. On the highest authority. The highest authority. Praise the Lord. We, we have certain authorities that has been and some of these authorities they are still there one of the authorities we see in the bible is the authority of the family we have the authority of the church and then the authority of nations or states These authorities are important, but they are not the highest authority. Hallelujah. They are not the highest authority. 
the authority of the family is for children to obey their parents in the Lord. You have to submit to the authority of your parent, listen to what they say, and do what they say. And that makes them happy, that at least they have authority. And then we also have the authority of the family by the husband and the wife. When the wife submits to the husband, the husband loves the wife. Or when the, when the husband loves the wife, the wife submits to the husband. <laughs> so these are some of the authorities that have been there in the family. And all these things are established in the Bible that children must obey their parents in the Lord. Today, we have a lot of children. They, are, they have gone wayward. They don't submit to the family authority. They think they have everything, so they, they try to live the way they, they want to, to live. Amen. And then we have the authority of the state. The authority of the state is for one to obey the local laws of the land. When we were coming, we were in a traffic to church. And one man had to bypass the queue to go his own way before he realized the police is there. Because the man was not trying to go or obey the authority of the state. So one has to obey the authority of the state, which is also important. Because the Bible says that we should obey those who are in authority. So it is very important. And then we have the authority of the church. The authority of the church is for the church to obey Christ. Because Christ is the highest authority. Christ is the highest authority. There is no authority that can be compared to the authority of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And as I share this with you, you will be blessed this morning. Because we have the highest authority. If you are in Christ, you have the highest authority. Hallelujah. In the book of Matthew 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. When you read other version, it says, All authority is given unto me. Verse 19. It said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Jesus' authority is to the end of the world. Hallelujah. He said, All authority. Not some authority. All authority. Authority of life and death are in the hands of Jesus. He said all. Hallelujah. All authority. And we see Jesus portraying his authority as the highest authority 
as it came on earth. He exercised this authority in every sphere because all authority has been given to him. And Jesus Christ was not selfish. He has given this authority to the church. So you have authority. I have authority. Hallelujah. And our authority that we have is deep. It's, it's a spiritual authority which Christ has given to the church. Hallelujah. So whatever we say must come to pass because Jesus has given you the authority. I want to explain the verse 19 before I move on. He said, go ye into all the world and make disciples. The church, the church is not there to be like a club. The church is there to be a moving church. As a matter of fact, everyone who is born again is an evangelist. Everyone. Every one of you. Hallelujah. If you are born again, you cannot have this authority and be comfortable. There are, there are people in the church. Now, I've pastored a church for 25 years, so I know there are people in the church, they are very committed. They will come to church every Sunday, but in their lifetime, they will never exercise the authority which they have. They will never preach to anybody. Some of them will say, oh, I feel shy. I cannot talk to anybody. You know, I know people might have ministries. We might have ministries in the church. Like my, my brother at the corner, he always hugged me. It's a great ministry. You know, there are some people when they come around you, you feel the aroma of love. Within the ministry, we have ministry. But the authority of Jesus Christ, which he has given to you and to me, is not for us to be comfortable in our comfortable homes. We have to go. That is the word. Amen. We have to go. Yes, we might have reasons why we don't want to go. You know, one thing you have to know is that dust settles dust. And because we are made out of dust, we try to settle. We don't want to go. We try to be comfortable. Amen. And when you try to settle, your mind tells you you are, you are comfortable. But let me tell you, you, you will not see the power of God. You will not see the power of God. Amen. But when you begin to obey the master's command of going, then you begin to see the power of God. Hallelujah. Then you begin to see the glory of God in your life. As a matter of fact, one of the reasons why we don't want to go, some of us, is because of fear. It's because of fear. We have great fear to the extent that even our own relatives, our own family members, we cannot share the gospel to them. Because we feel that if I talk to this person about Jesus, what is going to be the reply from him or her? But let me tell you, Jesus says that all authority has been given to him. All authority. All authority 
Hallelujah. When you understand the authority of Jesus Christ, you will not walk in fear. You will not walk in fear. One of the things I've seen in my ministry is that the more I go, the more I see the power of God at work. When I settle, I don't see anything. Hallelujah. I've stood in front of my church and I've told them several times that I am not a pastor. Because when you keep me in the church for a long time, I don't see miracles. But when I keep going to other places, I see the move of God, the hand of God. So it is very, very important that it's not everybody that will have opportunity to come and stand here and speak. But you have a big puppet outside there, in the bus, on the streets. You can share the gospel. And all to the glory of God. All to the glory of God. We don't take the glory. We don't take the glory. Fear can bind you. You might think you will not be able to do it. Today, I am here to help somebody. I'm not here to preach to everybody. But I'm here to help even one person. The one who wants to do it, you are willing. But fear has grabbed you. I want you to know that you have authority. Jesus has authority. And that authority has been invested into you. That authority has been given to you. Hallelujah. So you can do it. He said all authority, not some authority, all authority has been given to us. Hallelujah. Another reason why we, we sometimes we cannot go is because of age. When one is aging, the body changes. And sometimes we think that, oh, because of my age, let the young people do it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> In the kingdom of God, we don't grow old. We grow older. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says that let the weak say, I am strong. So, in the great commission of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is not asking only young people to go. It's asking the church to go. The whole church, Jesus was speaking to. Amen. Jesus was not speaking to a group of people. He was speaking to the whole church. So, whether you are aging, you still have to go and do God's work. Hallelujah. I want you to understand where your authority is coming from. That if Jesus has given you authority, it means that when you take a step of going, he will back you. He will be with you. He said, for behold, I will be with you till the end of the world. So he's not going to leave you. He's going to be with you till the end of the world. Hallelujah. Even when you are old, he will still be with you. When you are growing older, he will still be with you. Hallelujah. I know that sometimes the enemy tried to bring weakness, sickness, to re restrict us from doing what we are supposed to do for the Lord. Amen. But I have seen that in the realm of the spirit, even when you are going through such predicament, and you begin to take steps for God, 
God heals you out of it. He cures you from those things that the devil wants to tide you with. He will cure you. Because you are trying, you are taking the step of obeying him. He will look upon what you are doing and he will cure you. He will cure you of your disease and your sicknesses. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage somebody that you have authority. And this authority is given from above. It's not given from any pastor, from any leader. It's given from above. The highest authority is Jesus Christ. The highest authority. The last thing I want to talk about on the gold ministry is that our own mind sometimes combine you. Your mind combine you. There have been instances people in the church will not love to go out. The reason is that they, they, are, they are thinking of maybe something in their mind. So they will say, oh no, I'm not going today. I will not go. Today I will not go. The mind has been a battlefield for the enemy. The enemy that we are battling. So some of us, we cannot decide properly. We don't know where life is. We don't know where the authority is. Because our mind is deceiving us. Many people have been deceived by their mind. Many people. I want to say this. That one of the things I believe in ministry and serving God is loyalty. Faithfulness. When you look at people's wrong, your mind can deceive you. The devil has been fighting with our minds every now and then. Our minds. It's a battle. It's one of the battles. The reason why people cannot do the work of an evangelist is because of our mind. Amen. The devil always battles with the mind. He's always in battle with the mind. Because the mind is the soul. So he's always battling with your mind. That you cannot do it. You cannot do it. I'm telling you, you can do it. Oh, we, uh, uh, I am the sixth born of my father and mother. I'm the one that feels shy. I feel very, very shy. When you see my son, you know, my, you know what I'm, I'm saying. Even in school, I'm always sitting at the corner. I feel very shy. But I see the way I'm talking to you. I don't feel shy. I don't feel shy when I'm preaching. No, I don't feel shy. I can preach and preach. If Alan gave me a chance, I can preach up to 6 o'clock today. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus can do something in you. Jesus can change something in you. Hallelujah. We must not let our mind deceive us. The Bible says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. Like I said this morning, I came for only one person. So prepare to be free today. You know, if you think you cannot do it, you can do all things. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. All things, not some things. All things. Praise the name of the Lord. So Jesus Christ says he's going to be with you to the end of the world because of the authority that has been given to him. But listen, in your bright days, in your happiest moment, he will be with you. Hallelujah. As we do the work of God, days will come that will be happiest moment and he will be with you. 
He will not leave you in your happiest moment. Praise the name of the Lord. I've seen, uh, I've seen on our crusade, I've seen uh, people who cannot walk walking. And you will see the whole congregation with joy. The happiest moment. Because somebody who could not walk, through the authority of Jesus Christ, the person is walking. So you will see the joy, the radiance, the, I mean, on the face of the people. Because that is the happiest moment. There are times too, you will be in your dark moment. He says, I will be with you to the end of the world. There are times too, you will be in your dark moment. Have you been there before? You will be in your dark moment as if nobody loves you, but he's there with you. I want you to know that Jesus, Jesus' authority, he goes through both in your uh, bright moment, in your darkest moment, his authority is still there with you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And the Bible says that until the ends of the world. As I share this authority with you, I want you to understand the power of words within the highest authority. One time Jesus Christ met a man who was a commander, a soldier. And this man, one of his servants, was sick. And when he met Jesus in Matthew chapter 8, when he met Jesus, Jesus wanted to go to the house and pray for his servant. But the man looked at Jesus and told Jesus, he said, I am a man of authority. I say to this, go, and he goeth. I say to this, come, and he cometh. Jesus, I don't want you to go under my roof and pray for my servant. Just send your word. Just send your word. Every Christian has authority. If you are a believer, you have authority. Sometimes you will pray for somebody and you might think the person has not received his healing. And then you might give up. Don't give up. The reason is that the words that we, we speak, they are life and they are spirit. They are life. They carry authority. Jesus' words carries, carries authority. The Bible says that he sent the word, I mean the word. And when he sent the word, at that same time, the servant was healed. At that same time, the servant was healed. So Jesus has authority over sickness. Every sickness, he has authority over it. And as we go, as we go, he has given us that mandate, that authority. Every believer has authority. The authority is not given to pastors, leaders in the church. The authority is given to the church, to the body of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be the one who is doing the computer, you have authority. You can be the present worship leader, you have authority. Everyone has authority. Amen. And you can send the word of the Lord and the word will obey you. The word will go and accomplish that which you have sent it for. So Jesus has authority over sickness. In the book of John, there was a man who was born blind. This man was born blind from the mother's womb. And the disciples want to know who have committed sin. 
Sometimes we want to have a reason why this thing is happening. We want to have a reason. But Jesus said to the disciples, neither this man have seen or is peering. Neither this man have seen or is peering. Hallelujah. And Jesus prayed for this blind man. He told the man to go to the pool of Bethesda, the, sorry, the, the, the pool of Salom, to go and wash his face. Amen. How can a blind man go if the blind man cannot see? Jesus knew that the words he has spoken has already healed him already. He knew. He said, go to the pool and wash your face. This man who could not play football and he has grew with that sickness, he went to the pool of Salom. He came back and the people in the community cannot recognize him. He has changed. He's no more a blind person because words of authority has gone into his life. Words of authority. Words of authority. Words of authority. Hallelujah. The words that we speak, they are life and they are spirit. So Jesus has authority over sickness. Authority over sickness. I'm telling you, even if the sickness has been there for many, many years, and you think this is your property. You know some people walk in sickness as if it is their property. And you think this is your property, Jesus can exchange that life. That life that makes you irritating. That life that makes you weak. Jesus can exchange it. He can exchange it with the worst of life. He can exchange it with the worst of life. This blind man has been there for a long time. And they were asking, who have seen? Their disciples want to have a reason. You know, sometimes we look at people and we say, why, why, is, why, why is that this person is like that? No. Only God knows the reason. And when the words of life comes out, Jesus is able to heal that person. We have authority. The woman with the issue of blood, she was looking for it. And as she touches the garment of authority, that garment cure her. She was cured from all disease. She was cured from all, I mean, healment. Because that garment has authority. Peter, when Peter came to the scene, after he has been with God, his garment of authority was healing the sick. We have authority. You have authority. Hallelujah. You have authority. Praise the name of the Lord. So one of the areas of the authority that you can see in the life of Jesus was healing the sick. Amen. I said amen. Amen. I've, been, I've been in meetings. I've seen some miracles. I've been in meetings also. I don't see any miracles. I don't bother. The reason why I don't bother, the authority is given to me and I have exercised it. The reason why you don't have to bother is that the glory is not for you. The glory is to him. If the glory is for you, then you have to bother. Are you listening to me? Walk in the authority that Christ has given to you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Walk in that authority. Move in that authority. Hallelujah. When you continue the reading in Matthew chapter 8, you will see the time Jesus Christ joined the boat with the disciples. As they travel on the sea, there was a strong wind that was blowing. Strong wind. And the disciples could not do anything. The waters was flowing inside the, the boat. And Jesus was sleeping. 
They went to him and said, Master, don't you care we perish? Hallelujah. And Jesus wake up and rebuke the wind. He has authority over nature. Authority over nature. He can say, let it be. And it will be. Authority over everything. Everything in this world. One day he will come and fold. He will fold this world. He will come in his glory. Take the church away and fold this world. He will fold it. Authority over everything. Everything you see in this world. Jesus has authority. Jesus has authority. Hallelujah. Jesus has authority. Authority over the sea. Authority over the lands. Authority over the airwaves. He has authority over everything. He has authority. Hallelujah. And this authority has, I mean, has been given to the church. The church must not be afraid. The church must not be afraid. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. The church must walk in that authority. The church must walk in power. The church must not be afraid. We are the church. The church is not the building. The church is you. We are the church. And you have to walk in that authority. Hallelujah. Now I've seen people, small thing, they are afraid. They cannot exercise the authority that Jesus has given to them. Let me tell you one secret. Anytime you are disturbed and you are disquieted, learn how to commit it to God. Learn, it's, it's so easy. Because we are, we are spiritual beings. We, we are spiritual beings. Amen. If you don't speak to God, the enemy will continue to exercise his authority on you. Hallelujah. But you have to exercise the authority that Christ has given to you. As a matter of fact, the authority of Jesus Christ, you know, stand for both visible things and invisible things. Both visible things and invisible things. Hallelujah. Things that are invisible, your authority can address it. The authority that Christ has given to you, it can address it. Hallelujah. It can address it. <laughs> Recently, I was in Newcastle and I preached about John chapter 9, the blind man. That who have seen, and Jesus said, nobody have seen. Is for the glory of God to be seen. And there was this white lady at the back. As I, when I finished preaching, I went straight to that lady and I put my hand on the shoulder. And then she said, I know you in the spirit. I know you in the spirit. And then she moved my hand. Both visible and invisible, we have authority. Amen. Things we cannot see, things we can see, we have authority over them. I said we have authority over them. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you don't know you have authority, you will give the enemy the right to exercise his right on you. But you have authority over every invisible forces, every powers of darkness, you have authority over them. Yeah. One day, there was a man in the book of Mark chapter 5. This man has been possessed and the Bible says that he cut himself with stone. And you will see blood coming. The whole community, this demon, 
It's a territorial demon that has been there for years. And nobody in that community prospers. Nobody prosper. Nobody prosper in that community because of that demon. Because of that evil spirit. He lives, the Bible says that this demon lives in tombs. That is where he lives. But the day this demon met Jesus, he saw that he had seen the highest authority. He said, Jesus, have you come to destroy me? He started even telling Jesus where he should cast that, that spirit away. The invisible, some of the invisible forces, they are unclean things. And they are spiritual. They are unclean things. Jesus was dealing with all those I mean, invisible forces that are unclean. Hallelujah. That are unclean. You will see, sometimes you will see people that the enemy has taken over their life. You will just see, as soon as you look at them, you will know that this person, the enemy, has taken over their life. Excuse me to say some of them are into even strong addiction. Strong one. They are all forces of the enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of them, they need the power of God, the authority of God to deliver them out of it. To set them free from that thing that they are going through. Nobody is born to walk in shame. But the enemy, the devil, will try that you bow down your head in shame. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ cast that unclean spirit. He said, come out. Come out that spirit. Come out of him. Amen. You know, uh, at times when you are, we are preaching, sometimes you have to be very careful because we are not preaching against, we preach for. We don't preach against. <laughs> Hallelujah. We preach for. And if people are in spiritual needs, they need spiritual word to be free. Spiritual needs, the solution is spiritual word. That is the solution. Yeah. Hallelujah. If you have a spiritual need, you don't need physical thing. Yeah. You need a spiritual uh, message to set you free. Hallelujah. Jesus, when he went to that community, just one person who has blocked the whole community, that demon, the whole community was free. We call it territorial spirit. There are spirits like that. They take territories. They take territories. Amen. And when a spirit takes territory, you have to do walking prayer. You have to walk over there to pray. Amen. I like it when we come here to pray on Fridays. Amen. Because this is where the church is. And we have to take the territory for Jesus. We have to take the territory for Jesus. Hallelujah. Every move of God comes by people who go on their knees. Hallelujah. Every move of God. When we want to see the move of God, then we have to go on our knees. We have to pray. Prayer brings God's move. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So Jesus set the man free. He set the man free. He cast out the demon. And the whole community, that territory... They had liberty. They had, they had their freedom. Hallelujah. When you have authority, 
Why should you be afraid when you have authority? I'll just tell you one last story and then we can, we can pray. When I finished the university, they, they posted me to a place called Burma Camp for my national service. I thought I would be able to do it, but I couldn't do it. So when I received the letter to go to the armed force to go and do my national service for a year, and my wife said, are you sure you can do this with the ministry? All the time your phone is ringing. Can you go and sit at the office? <laughs> so I said, oh, I'll try. I'll try and go. So I went the first day, and the, the, uh, the Bema camp, it has a very huge gate. And you will see one army officer, always with a gun, standing there like this. And everybody who comes, he have to salute, apart from those who are wearing mufti. But they know themselves, they salute every, everybody who comes. You, you have to give the person like this. So I went the first day. I said, what am I doing here? <laughs> Hallelujah. The second day, when I was about to enter inside, the man saluted me. I was like, hey, how can I receive this salute? <laughs> but, you know, that is the rule over there. Because they have been given authority to do certain things. If you have authority, you will not be afraid. You will not be afraid. If you have authority, you will not be afraid. Because God has given the church the highest authority. Jesus has the highest authority. And he has not kept it to himself. He has given it to you. He has given it to you. For those of you who have been praying for a miracle, for something that you have not seen it, don't give up. Don't give up. The devil is always afraid of those who cannot quit. No, don't quit. Don't give up. Because just at the corner, the miracle is close to you. That miracle is close to you, just at the corner. So don't give up. Exercise your authority in every, everything you do. Don't be afraid. And remember that the more we go, the more we see God's miracle. The more we, win, we witness to people, the more we exercise the authority of Jesus Christ. And you are not alone. You are not alone. I said you are not alone. You are not alone. He said, I will be with you till the ends of the world. You are not alone. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we please stand on our feet?